welcome to the Reliance Community Podcast. Worship with us on Sunday mornings at 9 o'clock or 10.45 a.m. We hope you're encouraged by today's message. Baptism's a family affair, and, and so it's just cool to see the family of God. But I, I'll remind you, man, that it was about, a, a, I don't know, 120, we'll call it 120 people in an upper room praying and seeking the Lord. And I'm sure it was hot because tongues of fire fell, Amen. I'm sure it was hot and warm in there, but it was because they were pressing in. They weren't worried about air conditioning, and they weren't worried about time, and are, is he going to get us out of here at noon, because that's never going to happen, amen? And uh, <laughs> they weren't worried about time constraints. They weren't worried about agendas. They were just simply pressing in to the heart of God. And I remind you that it was in that moment that we get Pentecost where the Holy Spirit fell. And I remind you that it was at that moment that the first church was formed and began the first church that was bold for the things of God, the first church that was willing to sell out for everything that they had pursued in the world, sell all of those things, get rid of all of those things to pursue the things of God. And our prayer here, again, if this is your first Sunday here, our prayer, I want you to know we're not shy about it. Like we make Jesus everything to us. He's not something we check off on Sunday morning. It's, it's it. And so we just... I want you to know, man, God loves you with an all-consuming love in this place. This morning as we, um, we're going to pray, and then we've got lots of cool testimonies I want you guys to hear for baptisms today, but I, uh, a couple things I just ask you guys to be praying for is um, all these lives that are going to be going under the water and coming up, when they go under that water, what they're signifying, church, is lit, they're done with themselves, amen? <laughs> they're, they're finished with it. I've been crucified with Christ. I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. Like they're saying, I'm going to go under this water. I want the world to know it. It's, baptism is not something that you do just, you know, you and just yourself. You do it in front of a crowd of witnesses because you're saying, I'm done with myself and my pursuits and I'm ready for the things of the Lord and that's it. It doesn't mean that we're not going to wrestle from things in life from time to time. It just simply means we're making a declaration. And so I want you guys to be praying because I'm telling you right now, when they go into that water and they come up, the enemy's not going to like it, but all of heaven is rejoicing. Amen? So if you guys would, just press in and pray for for them. And uh, yeah, we're just going to go after that. So I'm going to invite the ushers. You guys can come forward. And as they come forward, let's just go before the Lord in prayer. If you're out there today and you've got a prayer request and we don't know what that is, I want you to know that's okay. A lot of times people feel like you walk and you carry your own burdens, um, but scripturally that's not true. Scripturally it says that if you know Jesus, he's carrying your burdens, amen, and we just got to cast our cares on him for he cares for us. And also if you've got a burden in this place and you feel like you're walking alone, the coolest thing about being the body of Christ, and you'll hear us share this over and over. The the coolest thing about being the body of Christ, we're not the body of Christ because we're in four walls. I hear that over and over. We're the body of Christ because Jesus saved us and redeemed us. We're deeply connected. And so you're not alone in whatever it is you're walking through, you're not alone in it. So just know that from from the bottom of our hearts to yours, you've got a family that cares about you and wants to walk beside you in that. Um... Yeah, so let's just go before the Lord right now. Father, thank you um, for the opportunity to just be in your presence this morning. We pray, Jesus, that uh, hearts are stirred for more of you, God. 
God, we're not trying to an elicit, I want to say this, Father, we don't want an elicit response. We don't want to try to create an experience, God. We, we just simply want you to move, Jesus. We just simply want you to move. I just, I have that picture of those disciples gathered in that upper room. God, they weren't trying to create an experience. They were just being obedient. Your word said, do not leave Jerusalem till the Holy Spirit falls upon you. So they were waiting and they were obedient and they were just praying. And then all of a sudden, God, because they were pressing in together, your word says that they were in one accord. They were in unity. They had one heart in that room and that heart was more of Jesus. And your word says that the Spirit of God fell upon them. That was it. That was it. That's all it was. It wasn't music and lights. It wasn't speakers, God. It was just more of you. So we just give you praise for that today, God. I'm praying, God, for those that are out there, Jesus, that are carrying a burden that's super hard right now. God, would you rest upon them today? God, as they breathe out, I pray they breathe out the anxiety and they breathe out the stress and they breathe out the fear. And I pray, God, as they breathe in, they inhale you. (laughs) And then, Lord, I pray for all those that are going to be going under that water today. I pray that as a church, Jesus, we dig in for prayer for them because the enemy wants to war against them. And he's going to try to remind them of why they're not worthy. And he's going to tell them of why they should have never done this. And I pray, God, that every day you would remind them that you are worthy enough for them. And that it's in your worthiness that you call us worthy. As we take up even the offering this morning, God, as a church, we don't want to be about our business, God. Jesus, we're just always mindful that you say over and over and over again, you are always about your father's business. People would say, what are you up to today, Jesus? And you would say, I'm about my father's business. God, we want to be about your business. We don't want to be about Reliance Community Church. We don't want to be about building a kingdom on 119th and Pawnee. God, we want to be about your kingdom. And so partner us, God, with people across the city. Partner us with one another. God, get us out of this place. Fill us up today. Get us out of this place, Jesus that we can go and be the church in our businesses, in our schools, in our grocery stores, in our neighborhoods. God, help us to partner with people that are taking the gospel message to the ends of the earth. We just want more of you, God. We love you. We declare your goodness in this place. In Jesus' name, we pray these things. And all God's people said, amen. Amen. Can we give a love praise to the Lord this morning? I'm going to invite everybody um, who's getting baptized to come on up here. You guys can stand against the wall. And any family members who want to come up uh, with you, uh, any friends that want to come up on your behalf, you guys are more than welcome um, to do that real quickly. And then um, I'm going to let them take it away. But real quickly, I I want you to hear uh, why we do baptisms in a public setting, okay? Um, There's a really cool story. And I want to tell you one more thing real too. Why we bring our kids in here is for a purpose as well, all right? Because we don't do kids ministry where we have baptisms and kids ministry don't get to see it. We're all tightly knit together from the youngest to the oldest in what the Spirit of God is doing, amen? 
And so generationally, we want to cross lines. We want the youngest of us here and the oldest of us here to know that it's the same God working in our hearts. And we don't have to dumb baptisms down for kids. We just get to watch them experience what God is doing. And and so I want to just say in, in the book of Acts just real quickly, there was a story where Paul and Silas um, were arrested and they were thrown into prison. And here's what they were arrested for. They were arrested because they were telling people about the love of Jesus, okay? So we're thrown into this dungeon thing. And it says that they were praying and they were worshiping. They were so filled with joy. They were praying and they were worshiping, which is just mind-boggling to me because uh, I don't know if you guys have ever been in prison, all right? I'm just saying, that's usually not a place where you're worshiping at, Right? So they were worshiping in, in, in prison, and all of a sudden it said something like an earthquake shook the jail cell, chains fell off, the shackles fell off, the doors became unhinged and fell off, and everything kind of went black and dark, and it said that the jailer had cried out because if everybody escaped, he knew that he was dead. He knew that his life was over if all the prisoners left, and from the deepest, darkest place of the prison, it says that Paul Paul and Silas cried out, we're all here, which is unheard of too, amen? (laughs) We're all here. Not one of us has left. And they believed, see, in that moment that even though the jail jail and the the shackles had shaken and the the jail cell had fallen off and the doors came unhinged and 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 the bonds and the chains fell off, even though all that had happened, Paul saw that there was something deeper than just their escape. And what was deeper was that one man, the jailer, would come to know Christ, And then it says, not only did the jailer come to know Christ, but he went home to his family, and it says that he was baptized and his whole household came to know Jesus. So let me tell you why baptism is a public of, yeah, amen for Paul, amen. (laughs) Let me tell you why baptism is such a big deal, because we're believing that when you see a life go under the water, one life go under the water, it can change entire households. We're believing that when you see one life go under the water, it can change somebody that's sitting out there in your seats today. And so when we do baptism, it's a big deal to us. It's a big celebration. Everybody who goes under, I want this place to erupt just like heaven's erupting, okay? Can we do that? Real quickly, I want to read a couple of scripture verses to you. It says in Matthew 28, the heart of the Great Commission was to go make disciples and baptize. Everybody say baptize. Them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey all I have commanded. It's a sign that we've been marked by the love of Jesus. 1 Peter 3.21 says, And this water symbolizes baptism that now saves you also. Not the removal of dirt from the body, but the pledge of a clear conscience towards God. It saves you by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We couldn't do it without Jesus. It's a sign that you've been raised to new life. Colossians 2.12 says, Having been buried with him in baptism in which you were also raised with him through your faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. It's a brand new life for these guys. Brand new life. Even though they may have said, man, I gave my life to Jesus 10 years ago. I gave my life to Jesus 15 years ago, but today I'm gonna seal it. It's a brand new life for these guys. And then finally, it's a sign that we're all about him and not about us. Galatians 3.27, for all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed, clothed yourself with Christ. At the very heart, at the very core of our celebration of baptism, it's not because of anything that we've done. It's because God pursued us first. He pursued us first. There's not one of these guys making a decision because they pursued God first. It was every single person in this room that has been pursued by Jesus from day one when you took your first breath. 
And actually, he goes further because he says, before you even knit together in your mother's womb, he said, I knew you. And so church, I want you to hear wherever you're at today, one of the things that we see in baptism is it's supposed to remind you, remind you of your own baptism. Let you go back to the time where you went under the water. Do you remember when you said yes to Jesus and everything changed? Do you remember when you felt lost, man, you had no way and everything changed? And it didn't mean life was perfect. Do I hear an amen? (laughs) And if you say life is perfect, we need to talk because something's, I don't know, something's up. It just means that we found the perfect one that changes lives. And so um, I'm going to encourage Pastor Tara, are you in this place today? She's going to come up and and help. Oh, there she is. Awesome. She's going to come up and help. And let's start with some of the kids here. And so um, Nathan, won't you come up here, brother? And uh, her fa- your family, yeah. okay, come on up What's here. What's so cool about um, the young men that are getting baptized today is they are being discipled at home. We just reinforce here what they're already doing at home, but it's, it's encouraging to see so many kids come to know the Lord and um, want to get baptized. So do you want to go ahead and get them, bud? Ready, buddy? All right. So Nathan came to me and said um, that... He had accepted a relationship with Jesus, and he was ready to get baptized, so we're celebrating that today. We are pumped for his new relationship. Nathan, why do you want to get baptized? Because I believe in God. He believes in God. How simple is that? That's awesome. I'm going to pray over you, all right? Uh, Nathan, I I celebrate the warrior that you are in Jesus. I pray, Father, that um, you would help him to move mountains with his faith. I thank you for um, calling him to to you at such a young age, and I pray that, um, that you would remind him that you are with him wherever he goes in life. Um, over here, bud. Right, so Nathan, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. All right, Derek, do you want to go ahead and come up, bud? We've got to walk with this family this year, and it has been a joy to watch um, their fruit bloom. Derek um, and I got to meet this week and um, just talk about his relationship with Jesus, talk about how God has been pursuing him, and he's been pursuing the Lord. So, Derek, why do you want to be baptized today? I want to be one of Jesus' disciples. He wants to be one of Jesus' disciples. Is that not awesome? Amen. All right, Derek, I'm going to pray over you. Derek, I just declared that today is a new day, that you are a new creation today. And so um, I pray that you would, um, you would just run the race that God has set before you. I pray that, um, that the old ways would be gone, that the new ways of Jesus would, um, would be the only thing that you see, that you would look toward heaven um, all the days of your life and celebrate that. So, Derek, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we're going to keep his family up here because this is going to be a family affair. All three of them, Mom, Dad, and Derek, are being baptized. So, So Sarah, I'm going to have you climb in here. You know, you're going to make me cry. Um, God is good. Amen. So, you know, you walk beside one another in life, and so you get to see all the good, you get to see the bad, and you get to see the ugly, right, in life with one another. And 
one of the coolest parts about being the family of God is that no matter what the bad is, you get to see God sweep over the bad and make it as if it never was. Amen? And so I want you to hear that when Sarah goes under, I'm going to tell you something. When God gets a hold of you, it doesn't matter how far you thought you were as the prodigal. He will bring you home if you're willing. Amen, church? And so, Sarah, I want to ask you, why do you want to be baptized? God is so good. He is so faithful. He will never let you go. And um, I just want to glorify him with the rest of my life. Amen. Amen. And so, Father, we thank you so much for Sarah, God, and I thank you, Jesus, that this daughter was called back to your kingdom again, because you have purposes and plans that far go, Jesus, whatever the strategies of the enemy had tried to do to bring her down, Father. I pray that she would be a representation for every woman out there, especially, God, who feels like they're so far away, God, and there's no way you could love them. God, I pray that Sarah, going under this water and coming up, will show the life of Christ and everything that she does of why you pursue your daughters, God, with a love that's an abandoning love. You abandon all things to chase after them, Jesus. We thank you for Sarah, and thank you for the heart, Jesus, that she brings to your kingdom. So, Sarah, we baptize in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come on in here, brother. Oh, I don't even know where to start with Chris, too, man. So it's funny because it usually happens this way in every relationship. In every relationship, it usually happens where one starts to get this feeling of going, we need change and we need Jesus. And then one of us kind of drags our feet a little bit, right? And all of a sudden, as we're dragging our feet, we see the change that's happening. And Chris is one of those guys who the Lord I want you to hear this. The Lord wooed him from day one. There was something about Jesus where Chris was like, you know what? I'm, I, I'm, I'm interested. I'm in. I'm in. And then all of a sudden, God just gets a hold of him because he watches what happens with his family. And so, Chris, I want to speak directly to your heart, brother. And that is that God has something bigger than you could ever imagine planned for your life. And everything that the world has tried to tell you and bring you down with and all of the doubts and the fears and the questions and all of those things, I promise you this, that when you seek after the presence of God and the Holy Spirit comes upon you, brother, those questions and those fears and those doubts will be chased away in Jesus' name. Amen. So Chris, why do you want to be baptized, brother? God's great. God's great. Amen. We'll take it. So, Father, I thank you so much for Chris, and I thank you, God, that you never stopped pursuing him, Jesus, that you always had something in his life, Father, that you were calling him to. You're not calling him, though, Jesus, to be mediocre. You're calling him to be supernatural for your kingdom. And so, God, I'm asking that you would place that anointing on him, Jesus, that when he comes up, a man of God comes out of this water that the world will not be able to contain, Jesus. We thank you for Chris. We praise you, God, for this man right here. Chris, we baptize in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Luke, come on up here, buddy. Come on up here. This is Luke Wooler. Everybody say hi to Luke Wooler. <laughs> oh, man. This family, I've, I've known the Wooler family for a long, long time. And uh, Mike is going to help me do this because as a daddy, he's very passionate about training up his kids in the ways that they should go. And uh, 
as I've watched the Wooler family grow and as I've watched the Wooler family um, just chase after the heart of God and they've had their ups and downs medically and all these different things, I've watched how God has been steadfast. That even with all of those things where they could say, God, why are you? They always remember that God is faithful no matter what. And so Luke is a representation of one of their kids who sees what's happening with the Lord in this family's life. And Luke has a desire to pursue those things as well. And so Luke, I'm going to ask you, why do you want to be baptized? It's because I want to let everybody know that I love Jesus. Because I want everybody to know that I love Jesus. And Mike, did you want to share something at all, brother? Well, I got, to, I got the privilege of... of taking Luke out to the lake on Father's Day weekend, and he asked to be baptized in the lake. Mm -hmm. But then he felt like he really wanted to share this with all the family and all the church family. So this is for uh, him and all of you guys today as well. Amen. Brother, I'm going to ask you to step up here and do this with me, all right? All right. We better hold him under twice. Hold him under a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Father, we thank you so much for Luke, God. And I thank you that as his father holds his head... I pray, God, for this generation that feels fatherless. And I pray, God, for those sons and daughters out there that feel like they never had a father like that. And I pray that they would know that you're the father that pursues them, Jesus, all the days of their life. I thank you for Luke's life, Lord. And I'm praying, God, that just as the man (laughs) that you're calling him to be, Jesus, is going to be a powerful man for you, I pray you would give him that soft and gentleness in his heart, God, where he has love for others as well. We love you, Jesus, and we praise you for Luke. Luke, we baptize you in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Let me share one more thing. Oh, yeah. Just like Jesus said in the Bible, or the God said in the Bible about his son Jesus, this is my son whom I love and in whom I am well pleased. Amen. Amen. Good job, Luke. Let's just go down the line here. Come on up here, Austin. This is Austin. Everybody say hi to Austin. (laughs) If you're new to the family, you get to meet new family members, all right? So, um, man, again, here's another man of God. Austin, I've watched Austin over the last couple years. Not only has God been stirring something in Austin's heart, but God called Austin out of his comfortability when he called him to apply for Oral Robert University uh, this year. And so he's taken a big step of faith and he's leaving everything that he knows and he's getting ready to go pursue um, the schooling that God's called him to. But this man right here has a gift. He does video, he does photography, he does all these things where he has a gift to use his talents for the things of the Lord. And so um, Austin, I just want you to know that we are proud of you. Um, we love the way that you love people and we love the way that you love the Lord. And so I ask you, why do you want to be baptized? Um, God's just been moving and I feel like it's time to start fresh and pursue him. Amen, amen, we'll take it, amen. Mom, dad, come on up here. You guys can come on up here. So let's just pray over Austin, can we? Father, we thank you so much for Austin, Jesus. I thank you that you're giving him, God, a desire to pursue more of you. I love what he said. God has just been moving, and I'm ready for more. And so, God, I pray that that would be the mantra of everybody in here. We want more, Jesus. There's more to be had. And so, Father, we thank you for Austin's heart. We pray, Jesus says, that he goes to Oral Roberts University. We pray, God, that you would um, just help remind him that you are there with him through all of the hard times and through all the good times, and that Jesus, one day, when he walks away from that place, he would know, Jesus, that you've played a mantle on his life, God, to use his talents and his gifts for your kingdom. So, Austin, we baptize in the name of the Father 
and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. All right, keep coming down the line. Who do we got? Peyton? Come on down here, Peyton. Oh, man, we've got, uh, we've got some really holding under the water to do with this one here. Come on up here, brother. So, so this is a special family to me as well, the Neiman family. Uh, they, they helped plant this church 10 years ago, 12 years ago, whatever it's been, uh, when there was 20 of us sitting down and tearing down. And this little guy was about this tall, and he was ornery as all get out. And now he's uh, 18, and he's getting ready to go off to college. And I had a chance to meet with Peyton, and I asked him, so, so tell me about today. Why, why, why do you want to be baptized today? And he said, because I want to make sure my foundation is so solid before I go off to college so that I never walk away from Jesus. Amen. You know, yeah, amen. Statistically speaking, they say that for every um, 10 kids that have a love affair with the Lord, that eight of them will walk away when they go off to college. And I think about how tragic that is. And so when Peyton made that statement today, or the other day when we were meeting, what he was saying is, I don't want to follow the status quo. I want to go against the grain. And I want you to know that I believe that he's a representation of a life that God's going to use in a powerful way. And so Peyton, I ask you, why do you want to be baptized today? Uh, like you said, just going down to college, I know I'll need a, a lot of Jesus, so um, <laughs> I know that if I have a good relationship with him, that if I have, I mean, with my good relationship, that I don't have anything to worry about, so. Amen. Amen. And so, Jesus, we pray over Peyton right now that he can get a lot of Jesus. <laughs> Father, your word says in John 3 that you gave Jesus the spirit without limit. And so, Holy Spirit, that's my prayer for Peyton today, is that, Holy Spirit, you would be in him without limit, and that when he goes to Blinn College, that God, Blinn College will be turned upside down because of a Kansas boy that's coming so full and just powerful with your presence, God, that everywhere he goes, somebody says, there's something different about that young man. And we thank you, Jesus, that he's starting today with that new foundation. Let his testimony do the talking, Father. We love you, Jesus. Peyton, we baptize you in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Coming up here, Bo. Here's another one. Here's another. I'm telling you, God's getting a hold of these young guys' lives. Amen? Amen. You guys come on up here, family. You guys can stand with him. This is Bo Knobloch, and... Uh, I'm going to tell you my first encounter with Bo, okay? My first encounter with Bo, he was 12 years old. I took him on a middle school youth retreat, and he shot me with a Roman candle, all right? <laughs> and I remember he was staring me down, Roman candle was staring, I go, if you light that in you, and right then he lit it, and it shot me right in the chest. And at that point in time, I knew we were kindred spirits, all right? There was something about Bo, and I told him this in my office a couple Sundays ago through a lot of tears. The world has told this young man a lot of things about his life. The world has told him at times maybe you're not going to amount to things. And the world has told him at times that there's some confusion in your mind. And the world has told him a lot of things. But Jesus has told him that he's his. And I told Bo something. I said, Bo, there's two Bo's that I see. I see that 12-year-old Bo 
that's just passionate for life and wants to pursue the things of the Lord, and then also see the bow that the world is trying to wage war against, trying to tell Bo who he should be, trying to Bo tell Bo how he should be, trying to tell Bo that he should go with these friends and do these things. And I can tell you, this young man says, I don't want that bow. I want to be the bow that Jesus is calling me to be. Amen. And I know I'm spending a lot of time on every person, but every person's special, okay? So I want you to hear something. Church, would you pray for this young man? Because I believe, again, that there's something very powerful in his heart that's stirring and he, I don't know that he's got it out yet of what God's calling him to do, but I believe that God is birthing it within him. And his, and his family stands behind him today for a reason, because what they're telling you, Bo, as they stand behind there, is they love you, they've always loved you, they will always love you, and they support you, no matter what. So may you know all the days of your life that they and all of us are proud of you. And in this moment, when you go under the water, the old bow is gone, the new bow has come. Amen? Let's pray. So, Father God, we thank you for Bo, and I'm praying right now, Jesus, as Bo goes under the water, I speak Galatians 2.20 over him. He's been crucified with Christ. He no longer lives, but Christ lives in him. That the old life that he once lived, Jesus, is gone, but the new life that he lives now is in and through your power, Holy Spirit, who loved you and gave himself for him. And so, Bo, we baptize in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Bo. Bo, I want to do something here. You, you, you brought me to tears. I didn't give you a chance to say anything. You want to say something? I know you would. I, I want to thank my family. That's a big reason I got baptized, because they love me a lot, and I love them. Amen. And uh, I want to say my favorite prayer, and I mean it. Um, I'm, I'm thankful that God has blessed me with the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Amen. Um, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Amen. Thank you, brother. I got a little bit more. I want to thank the Wall says for giving me a Bible in 2017 and introducing me to this church. Um, I'm happy to be baptized. Amen. Thank you, brother. <laughs> Come on up here, Jorge. This is Jorge. Everybody say hi, Jorge. Somebody really wanted to say hi, Jorge. <laughs> Jorge comes to us um, as a young man who God's been getting a hold of his life. And Luke and I, and Luke's going to say something here in a minute, we've had the opportunity to meet with him and begin to walk through Scripture with him. And I want you to know, and I want to say this in front of everybody, you've challenged my own desire to get in the Word more, brother, with questions that you've had. But more than anything else... If you've watched the way this guy has hungered for the word, man, I'm telling you, if we would all hunger for God's word in that way, it would be profound, amen? He hungers for more. He wants more. He wants more. And so um, I, I'm going to ask Luke to share something because God's connected these two kind of like a Paul and a Silas, I believe that, or a Paul and a Timothy, where Luke's had an opportunity to walk beside um, Jorge as well. So 
Um, yeah, that's, I mean, Aaron pretty much said kind of exactly what I was going to say. Um, I mean, from the moment we first studied the Bible with this guy, um, he's just been on fire and just super passionate. And as um, a matter of fact, right after our first Bible study, he, go, he said, we, there was a men's group meeting that night, and he said, let's, I want to go, let's go, you know, this, I, I'm in a good place, I want to keep this going, <laughs> and uh, it's yeah. been that way ever since, every time we study the Bible, he's just excited to learn more, and um, I just want to thank you, because it's been, in a lot of ways, just as good for me, for my heart, uh, I think, as it has been for you, and just learning and growing together, um, and just uh, taking this spiritual, spiritual journey together, so I look forward to seeing what, what you do for the Lord God, or er, for the Lord, and uh, I know it's going to be, I know it's going to be awesome, man. Amen, amen. Jorge, why do you want to be baptized, brother? I feel like uh, I managed to ignore, go, ignore God for a long time, but uh, he never gave up on me, and he waited for me. And I've just met so many great people, and they've been, they cared about me, they cared about my salvation, and they just show me how much better my life is with Jesus. So I just want to thank them, and that's why I want to do this. Amen, amen. Will you guys just pray with me? Father, I thank you for Jorge. I believe your word says, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news. And because he's so hungry for the good news, I believe you're going to take his feet to many places. And so, Jorge, we speak that over you, brother, that the nations will come to know Jesus because Jorge is going to take the good news to the nations. And Father, we just seal that with your spirit over him, Father, and we thank you for what you're doing in his life with that. And I thank you, God, that he hungers for your word, and I pray that, that all of us, God, desire that same hunger for your word in our own lives as well, not out of duty, but out of the life that it brings us. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for Jorge. Jorge, we baptize in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Holy smokes, come on up here. Man, it's a good day, amen? Are we good, are we good? Yeah? This is Casey, and uh, I've known Casey um, since the days that he was in middle school and even kind of before at times, and uh, I've watched God work in his life, and uh, I've watched him pursue the Lord, and then he's had his moments of trials as well, but today... Uh, he stands before you truly, and I want you to hear this, church. He stands before you, a man who is denying himself, taking up his cross and following Jesus. He's done with this life. Amen, Casey? I want to give you an opportunity to share, brother, because you have a powerful word. Um, for the past uh, 15 plus years, I've been living a two-faced life. Uh, I've been honoring myself, and I've been lying and cheating on everybody, including God, and everything came crashing down, praise the Lord. Amen. And I am done with my old life. I, uh, it, it is sacrificed. I only want God. I, I want more than just a trickle. I want to be swept away in the river and be fully empowered 
by the Spirit and be the, the man and the father and the husband that he's called me to be. Oh, amen, amen. Woo! Once again, I'm going to say it once again. <laughs> this right here is a representation church. And, and I love the word, the prodigal. I love the prodigal. You guys know that. But I love the word prodigal. It's a representation where a man had the inheritance and he took it and he used it for his own selfishness. And then as he was walking back up the road to be a servant in the house of his father again, his father ran out to him and said, you'll never be a servant in my house. You're my son. Amen. And Casey, I want you to know You'll never be a servant in the house of the Lord. You are his son. Amen. And there is sonship over you. And now that you spent the first part of your life in that lie, you'll spend the second part of your life declaring the truth of sonship everywhere you go. So, Father God, we thank you, Jesus. I love what he said. Thank you, Lord, that you found me out, <laughs> that you pursue us. Where can I run? Where can I hide? Nowhere, Lord for you're everywhere. And I thank you, Jesus, that you brought it all crashing down so that you could build it all back up in you. And so, Father, we praise you for getting a hold of Casey's life again and, and beginning the restoration work. So, Casey, we baptize you in the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. She wants you to know that you're going home with them, all right? That's what she told me. So, All right, come on up here, Willie. This is Willie. Everybody say hi, Willie. Oh, man. So uh, Willie and Tara and their family have been with the church for a long, long time and watched a lot of things happen over the years with their family. A um, lot of stories that God, listen, a lot of stories that God is redeeming and he's going to use for his glory. Amen. But one of the things about Willie that I love is that, um, and, and I'm going to share this because I feel like I can, and even if I couldn't, I would still share it. So <laughs> I feel like Willie's had some of that Jonah moment in him where the Lord is going, Willie, I've anointed you to go and proclaim. And Willie's like, tell me where the boat is that's going the opposite direction. I'm jumping on it, Right. And then all of a sudden, a well comes and swallows Willie. Only the well wasn't a fish, the well was life. And as life swallowed up Willie, God has now allowed that well to vomit him out. <laughs> and now Willie is in a place right now where he's saying, I desire the things of God over the desire of the things that I was running from. And so church, I want you to know that there is a mantle on this guy He's been called into ministry. I know it, and I'm going to profess it before everybody here. When that happens, when that happens, okay? I don't know if it's tomorrow or 10 years from now, but I'm banking tomorrow, all right? But when that happens, I want you to know the Lord and his family right here are going to do tremendous things for the kingdom. Amen? Willie, why do you want to be baptized? I'm being baptized again because after the first time, I still lived a life of legalism and disobedience. Now my desire is to live in obedience under grace. And so as I enter into the next ministry, uh, not just with my family, but in chaplaincy, I want this baptism to be that marker of a complete obedience and surrender to God. Amen. Amen. Thank you, brother.
And so, Willie, we, we just want to say as a church family, we love you and we support you. And not only is this the baptism, but this is a consecration into the new ministry that God is calling upon your life. And so, Father, we thank you for Willie. We thank you, God, that you're calling him to, to the chaplaincy program in the military. We thank you, God, that he'll be able to invest in men and women, Jesus, that are going all over to bring freedom as well, Jesus, and they're laying their lives down. I'm praying, God, that um, you would give Willie opportunity when he, Jesus, when, when he steps into this ministry full force, that you would give him opportunity to see restoration happen, God, in our armed forces. I'm praying, God, that you would give him divine appointments. And God, I'm praying that even now, as you're restoring him and you're restoring family and you're restoring, God, everything that you, God, just everything that you're restoring, God, that the enemy tried to take us plunder, I thank you, God, that you're giving him back those things. And we're saying, Jesus, today that you're going to give him back tenfold what he had before. And we just, we just speak that over his life. And so, Willie, we baptize in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Jim, come up here, brother. Everybody say hi, Jim. Jim, go ahead. You can step in. Jim and Jackie and their family have been a tremendous blessing. I had, let me tell you about my first encounter with Jim. I know you guys are watching the time, but remember I said, I don't care about the time. Amen? All right. So, so Jim, my first encounter with Jim was this. His daughter, Katie, she was a sixth grader. And uh, she spent a ton of time up at the church when I was a middle school pastor, and, and her and her friends, they were just awesome, and they did tremendous things. And Jim called me up one day, and he said, I didn't know him. He says, is this Pastor Aaron? I said, uh, yeah. He goes, my daughter spent an awful lot of time at the church. And I kind of took it as like, oh my goodness, he is upset. He goes, can I have a meeting with you? And I thought, oh, where's this going? <laughs> and so we met. As we met, he just said this. He goes, I love my family. He said, I want to spend time with my family as well. Is there a way that we can balance this thing out? I see what is happening. I see her desire to be here. And I also want her, you know, to be at home sometimes. You know how it is in middle school. And he said, but I see what the Lord is doing. Little did I know that that meeting, that time, 12 years, 13, however many long years ago it was, little did I know that years and years ago that meeting would spur a tremendous relationship in my life. See, Jim is one of those guys who will do anything for you. The Lord has put a mantle of servanthood on him. At the drop of a bucket, he would come to help out in any situation. And the coolest thing is, and we have a lot of lunch times together, the coolest thing is it's for people that truly need help as well. And Jim, I just want you to know that you speak as much life into me as hopefully we get to speak into you. And so I ask you, Jim, why do you want to be baptized today? Uh, just because it's something I need to do for a long time, and love and grace I want to expand upon. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and so, Jim, I just want to speak a word over you, brother. Family, you guys can come up and stand behind if you would. I want to speak a word over you. You exemplify what it means to be a good father. And I just want you to know that I believe that God's going to use you as an example in the way that you are a father to your family, to be a father to many others, and to help teach men, especially young men, what it means to be a good man and a good father. And I believe that God is putting that mantle upon your life. Your compassion and your empathy for people goes a long ways. Your love is contagious. But more than anything else, 
you're serving in love. And that was the command that Jesus gave his disciples to serve in love. And so, Jim, we just thank you for what it is that you're doing. And, Father, I thank you for the word that I believe that you've put on Jim's life, and that is that he's going to be a father figure to many. I'm asking, Lord Jesus, that any doubts and fears and worries and anxieties that he's carried in his own life would be erased today. I'm praying, God, that the man that comes out of this water is even bolder and badder for your kingdom than he's ever been or ever thought that he could be before Jesus. And I'm praying, God, that your mantle of love rests so heavy upon him, Jesus, that everywhere he goes, he carries that love with him. We love you, Jesus, and thank you for what you're doing in Jim's life. So, Jim, I baptize your name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Did we get everybody? Did we get everybody? All right. Can we give them one more hand, church? Is that all right? So I know that, um, I know that normally, you know, we would have sermons and all that. That's the greatest message that you'll ever hear right there. That's a living testimony. When I, when I think of God's word coming alive, this is what I think about. When it says God's word is alive and active, God's word is alive and active. When, when, I, when I think of what Revelation says, that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb, Jesus, and the word of our testimony, this is what it is right here. Amen, church? And so if you're out there today, and I'm going to close out with this. Um, we're not going to do the band or anything like that. We're just going to close out. But listen, if you're out there today and you feel so far away from the Lord, he is wooing you. Amen? Let's say it together. Wooing me. You know I love that word wooing, all right? He is wooing you. He will not let you go. He will come after you, come after you, come after you. And here's the beautiful part. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. You don't have to turn and run towards him because he's right behind you. Does that scare anybody in this place? Amen? He is right behind you. Turn, there he is. And so if that's you this morning, I want to pray over you as well. And I want you to know the love of the Father is deep-seated right now for you. Let's pray over this place. Father God, as we close out this morning, man, what a celebration of life. I'm excited. I pray that everybody in this room is excited to see what it is that you're doing. God, I'm asking that every life that went under that water, God would continue to move and walk in you, not in their own strength, not in their own doing, but in you. And then for every life that's out here, Jesus, in this room today that's saying, I just feel like I'm outside of God's love. I just feel like I'm not good enough. I feel like I'm not worthy enough. God, I pray that right now you would break Jesus, that lie from the enemy, and I pray that you would speak into their life that they've been adopted in by your love, that they've been welcomed in by your love, and that they're no longer servants, but they are sons and daughters of the King of Kings. So Jesus, we speak that over this place. Bless us as we go out of these doors. In Jesus' name, we pray these things. Amen? Amen. Get to know somebody on your way out of this place. Say hi to somebody. God bless you guys. Thanks for listening today. If you want to find out how to get involved, go to reliancecommunity.org.